Hey Tater Tots, welcome to the very first episode of the Pelkey Sister Podcast with me, Erin. And me, Shannon. This is where we plan to call listeners different types of potatoes, all unique, all amazing, and lovable in their own way. And then we're going to talk about our different experiences and how we're just trying to figure everything out as sisters. Today's topic is going to be wedding dress shopping. So I'm engaged and Shannon and I both went wedding dress shopping last summer. She's going to be my maid of honor and we found a day where we were both free on a Friday and the first day I went with Shannon, my mom, and also my fiance's sister for a portion. And you were only expecting to go one day. That was kind of the plan, right? Yeah, that Uh, for the most part. That was our main plan, and then we'll go through the story, but the second day ended up being my sister and one of my really close friends and bridesmaids, and then my sister and my mom for making the final decision. So basically, I'm just going to stream of conscious talk about the different things that I probably would have wanted to know going in and the things that I found helpful of videos and things I had watched before I went dress shopping, as well as just things that I wasn't prepared for that we didn't expect. So just as a background, I'm 5'11", like a size 14 usually in clothing, maybe 12, and size 14, 16 in wedding dresses. I went in with a pretty open mind as far as silhouettes. I'm pretty particular about certain elements, and I knew that going in. And we went shopping in our hometown in Wisconsin for the first day and then a smaller town for the second day. Mm-hmm. Going in, I was driving around with my sister and mom and we met up at the first store with my fiance's sister. I had made a collage of different dresses that I really liked that I could hand to the consultant if I wanted to. Sometimes I did. Sometimes I just explained the exact things that I was looking for. Do you think that that helped a lot to have that there, the collage for like us and for the consultant? With how we ended up going about it, I think it was probably most helpful for you and mom Mm -hmm. who had like looked at it and then I could explain to you like these are the things I'm Uh looking for. That's true. Because I feel like with the consultants, I was just using technical terms on the elements I wanted and just told them that. And then for you guys, I was like, here's this. So I feel like you had a good picture of what I wanted, Mm -hmm. which was helpful because you guys were allowed to go through every... Yeah, and I wouldn't have, like, known the terms or anything, so it's like you were looking into it all beforehand, and also I'm just not curious about those things and stuff, too, so it's like only when I'm, like, specifically looking into that would I know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. but they would know, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I scheduled all of the places that I needed appointments. I scheduled them online pretty easily. We were also going in a not crazy populated mm-hmm. area, so especially for that first, well, for both days. We were basically in every store alone. Yeah. And it was like an off day too, Mm -hmm. like because it wasn't a weekend. Yeah. The first day being a Friday, I think was definitely a good choice. And I intentionally did that. I didn't want to be in a super crowded store. So Mm -hmm. I definitely would recommend that if you can make that work, which would probably depend on how many people you want at your appointment. Do you think too, because we went early, like because the one that probably would have been most busy would have been David's Bridal. But then that one didn't have anybody there trying on dresses while you were trying on dresses. Yeah. So that was maybe because we were there at the opening of the store for that one. 
Um, the only other thing I can think of, unless you can think of anything for before the appointment, was budget. And I went in kind of knowing how much I wanted to spend, knowing that that was a little bit flexible if it needed to be, because I wasn't sure <laughs> what the experience was going to be. But I also didn't really follow the rule of don't try on a dress you're not willing to pay that money to buy. Yeah. Because you probably knew, though, that you wouldn't get attached to something if it was ridiculous. Like, it's just to see what it would be like. Yeah. And I'm definitely the type of person who can let something go if it's not, mm-hmm. if, like, the price is not right, if you're not that type of person. Yeah. I think going in, I knew that me and my party was not going to be the cry when we found yeah. the right dress type of people. Yeah. We're just have never been like that in life. So yeah, I didn't think that was really going to be a problem. And it wasn't anything else um, that you can There was of. one thing that we talked about like that. You did like your makeup and stuff ahead of time mm-hmm. um, to kind of prepare. and look Yeah, nice. that first day I tried to do my makeup and my hair somewhat like I wanted on the wedding day just so I could get a little bit more of a picture of that. And that was a tip I had heard somebody else say. So I did that. Mm-hmm. And I think depending, again, on what type of person you are, that could be very helpful. I also wore undergarments that were decent for trying on dresses for the stores. Basically, I would just suggest to put on undergarments you'd be comfortable wearing in front of a random stranger. That's true. Yeah, because it's hard to get into those dresses. Like, they kept saying that I could go in there with you, but I don't think I would have done as well at that. Mm -hmm. I think I would have been really afraid that we were going to, like, break something. Yeah, I think a lot of the shops offered to have someone else go in there with me or have the consultant go in. And for me, I think it was just most comfortable to have the people who are responsible for the dresses handle them because I didn't want to ruin anything. And also... I wasn't so much worried about this, but if someone was worried about having the experience of the first time your group sees your dress, oh, that's then... Because it would ruin it for the person who's in there with you. That makes sense. Yeah, then that would be another reason to make that choice. So next, we'll just go through kind of how the day went down. The first place we went was David's Bridal right when they opened. Um, I didn't really have the highest hopes for David's Bridal. I knew their selection pretty well because that's one that you can find online. I also knew that they're more of a budget dress shop. Mm-hmm. So I was hoping originally going in that I'd be able to find a dress at a off the rack store that they had in my hometown from when I was a child. So I wanted to go to David's Bridal first to kind of lock down exactly what I wanted so that by the time I was going to an off-the-rack store, which had mainly sample dresses that had never been worn at someone's wedding, that I would know for sure what I wanted and could get through that appointment quicker. Also, David's Bridal had one of the longest appointment slots, I believe, which was another reason why I picked that one. Versus the other store, it was like 45 minutes, and I think David's bridal appointment was like an hour, 30 minutes, if I remember correctly. And for them too, did you use up the whole slot, or was it quicker? I don't think I used it for sure at David's bridal, because I don't think there were enough dresses for us to use the whole time slot. But the other locations, we were probably there longer, or the appointment time. Because at the second, or at the -the off-the-rack shop, I think it was only 45 minutes, so we probably did use that time. Yeah, I could see that. 
So what David's bridal experience was, we went in and Shannon, my future sister-in-law and my mom and me were all shown the main dresses and we were allowed to go through them. I talked to the consultant about what I wanted and we basically just grabbed from the racks and gave them to her, which Mm -hmm. was pretty standard for most stores. David's bridal had probably the least selection other than the off the rack place, Mm -hmm. I would say. I know that was the fun part of it was the fact that you got to pick out the dresses and we got to help you with it. I wasn't Mm. sure they were going to let us do that because anytime I've watched Say Yes to the Dress, whenever you're watching it, I always see them be like, no, no, parents, whatever, sisters, siblings, don't do this. (laughs) We're the ones who know best. Yeah, and I definitely liked that aspect of it because I'm definitely a shopper who will just like whip through the thing quickly and be like, no, yes, no, yes, pretty strictly just based on random elements. Yeah. And then it gave everybody a chance to kind of see you in a dress they wanted to see you in. Yeah. And then that probably makes it fun for that person, too, because it's like even um, Jack's sister, like, picked out something for you, too. Mm-hmm. So then after we pulled dresses, we brought them to the dressing room. The dressing room at David's Bridal was a little bit smaller. They got a corset-type bra that they give you based on the sizing that you give them. So knowing your bra size is helpful there. I was a little confused. I didn't remember what mine was. Yeah, I probably wouldn't know. <laughs> um, and for that, do you think that helped the dresses look good? Do you think it enhanced them at all? I definitely think it does because it smooths you out a little bit. So okay. it's probably more realistic to if you were wearing shapewear on your wedding day, mm-hmm. although it might be less realistic if you get a dress that you can't wear shapewear with. Oh, that's true. And they definitely pinned at David's Bridal better than any of our other local places did, which helped. Looking back on the pictures, it's like, yeah, you can tell that those would look like they were supposed to, how they were supposed to look, versus Mm -hmm. some you couldn't tell what they were going to be. But yeah, other than that, for a first time Mm -hmm. experience, I think we had a good experience there. We tried on about eight dresses. The dresses were all pretty. You can tell that they were a little bit more budget friendly, just... Slight details that more expensive Mm -hmm. dresses didn't have, like not as detailed of trains and things. And some of them didn't feel as heavy as other dresses Mm -hmm. with volume underneath them and stuff. Yeah, other than that, I did really like one of the dresses there, which we'll talk about in the YouTube-only portion when we go through some dresses. And there were definitely some pushy sales tactics, which I have heard on other wedding related things Mm -hmm. after having been there. So I definitely can relate to that experience at David's bridal. Yeah. I think it's probably what they're told to do. Yeah. As employees. And you did say though, that you did like the setup of their mirrors and everything, the way that Mm -hmm. they set that part of it up helps a little bit. Right. Yeah. I enjoyed the fact, which I was lucky that there wasn't other people there. Mm -hmm. I could see my reflection from a farther distance, which to Mm -hmm. me made me more able to picture myself as a bride walking down the aisle by having mirrors that were farther away from me. Yeah, because basically no other place really had that maybe bridal event a little bit, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. but that was pretty limited because we were just confined to that room. Yeah. And David's bridal was the only one where we had the like, ooh, ah moment. Yeah. Which we'll talk about again when we talk about the dresses in the YouTube portion. 
So then after David's Bridal, that was the only store that my fiance Jack's sister was able to come to. So she dipped out at that point and we went to the off the rack store. I was going into that one with very high hopes because I like the concept of an off the rack store. I think it's more environmentally friendly, less wasteful. You can potentially find a more budget-friendly dress, but still get the quality. So mm-hmm. I was definitely excited about going to that store, and I don't think we were disappointed. Yeah, no. Obviously, the selection is much smaller because you're strictly limited to a dress that could be altered to fit you. And that's what I was thinking, too, that depending on the time you went there, that probably would have changed your whole experience because you get different dresses at different mm-hmm. times. You could have found the perfect one. It's just none of them were quite perfect. Yeah. The other thing about Tiffany's was that their consultant was very helpful. Uh I would say probably the most helpful out of the ones that we had. She wasn't pushy at all. Her way of helping was kind of understanding that you Mm -hmm. might not find a dress there and just trying to help you figure out what you want, which I really, really appreciated. That's really nice. Um, obviously great prices for the quality of dresses that they had there. And yeah, I definitely think a secondhand shop is worth looking into if you can find one in your area. Mm -hmm. And if you have time before your wedding, leave it open that you can go to one maybe every three months or so, go back and check if they have another dress or the consultant can potentially look out for certain dresses for you. So that was definitely a cool store. That's kind of fun, too, because you'd think that David's Bridal would have probably a lot of selection, you know, but it was Mm -hmm. about the same, like definitely comparable to what that store had that you wanted to try on, at least. When you narrow it down, that's not that small amount of dresses that you think. Yeah, researching stores, especially if you have a very specific type of dress in mind, I would definitely recommend, or if you have a very specific designer in mind, definitely look into what kind of dresses they have. I know because we didn't luck out at Tiffany's is why we went to the third place on the first day. And they had a designer that I was a really big fan of. Yeah. Probably will butcher her name. I think it's like Maggie Sotero. Something along those lines. If you look that up, it'll probably autocorrect you (laughs) to get to the right designer. But I really like that her dresses kind of seem like they're designed for a curvier silhouette versus just like being beneficial for petite brides. So I do have one question about Tiffany's. So for them... Can you order dresses from there? So if you liked one of the designs, could you get it in a different size or it had to be the size that you had there? They only had the dresses that were there. Okay. Because basically it comes from dress shops or however they end up getting them or overstock or something. So they were probably sample sizes on a floor and then they get there to be sold. So I suppose that's one thing about there that you would have to find like kind of the perfect size. Yeah, you have to shop in your size section. Um, so then after that, we went and got Taco John's. <laughs> and I think all three of us were kind of our heads already spinning a little bit at yeah. that point. Very, so many dresses. <laughs> yeah, very like, confused. What did we like? Yeah. <laughs> and part of that was on me. I still, to this point, was struggling with if I wanted like a trumpet style or an A-line. I think we were all like, you look good in everything. <laughs> Yeah, so it was just very confusing. There was a dress that I quite liked at David's Bridal, and that was my top contender at this point. 
So then we were like, let's just go to Bridal Event, which is the last store that we went to that first day. The reason that one was left for last on my list is because you couldn't do an appointment. I was hoping I wouldn't have to go there, that I could find something at Tiffany's. But when I was so confused, we ended up going there. They had a really good selection, Mm -hmm. lots of dresses. The consultant just gave us free reign to grab whatever we wanted. And I think we were all kind of locked in at that point for Mm -hmm. sure on the elements I was driving with. Uh, The prices were also slightly higher there, but I definitely think we were pulling a bunch of dresses that we were like, love it, love it, love it, which was the first experience that we had with that. The other ones, it was kind of like, like elements, but don't love it. So we found some really gorgeous dresses there. The situation for trying on there was I was in a room with Shannon and mom and it was just a big room. I don't know what they would do if you didn't want to be in there with your group. I'm sure they have a situation for that. I'm pretty comfortable being naked in front of a lot of people, so Mm -hmm. I didn't really care. At this point, I was kind of to the point where I just was trying on dresses without even my bra on because Mm -hmm. I figured... To me, I was being able to picture it better if I did that, especially since a lot of dresses have a lot of structure built in. So trying it on without a bra was fine. I definitely probably tried on dresses that I wasn't willing to buy based on price point there. Mm -hmm. But the big selection and trying on dresses at every price point for me helped me to start to really narrow down what was a deal breaker and maker for me. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, we found a couple of dresses there that we really loved. The consultant was great, not too pushy, not necessarily like helping that much, just Letting us running help. around our dresses, Yeah, <laughs> which was a feat there because some of those were some really big, heavy dresses. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely know that it's never recommended. But for me, for making a decision, I felt like trying on all the dresses and knowing my options was how I was like avoiding getting to a really bad place of dress regret Mm -hmm. because I had so many things that I was interested in. So for me, it was trying them on did actually help me be like, oh, 100%. No, I don't want this. To me, I didn't see it as something that was making my decision harder. Mm -hmm. I think if I would have just picked a dress, I would have sat and been like, oh, no, I shouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. Here's a bunch of other dresses I didn't try on that I might have liked. Yeah. So we got to the end of that with two dresses that I really liked. And we went through pictures and videos Mm because Shannon was taking those while I was trying on dresses. Mm -hmm. And we highly recommend that. Most shops, I think, were open to you doing it. No one really had a problem. Yeah, no one. They just would say like that. It's like, oh, never seen it before or something like that because it was like me with a GoPro. So it probably looked a little funny. And for me, too, how a dress photographs is really important to me. I want it to photograph cool or like potentially be cool in video Mm -hmm. form. So it helped me to make decisions. It also helped me when she would take a picture of the back and then I would be Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm a little like self-conscious about that, Mm -hmm. how that looks. And I didn't realize that in the dressing room because you're just looking at yourself straight on. But we went back to my mom's house and talked it out and then decided to just go back to David's bridal put on the dress that Mm -hmm. I liked there one more time and see how I felt in it. And I feel like when we went back, it was just anticlimactic after having seen the bridal event dresses. 
And it was a good way to know that it didn't feel special enough for a wedding yeah. dress. It felt like it could be a prom dress. And I don't know if you had the same feeling. I know that in that in between time when we were like, oh, we like these dresses and stuff. And we also like that one that you saw at David's Bridal and that they're telling you that you have to get in a certain amount of time because mm-hmm. it's on a clearance rack. It just like felt like, a, oh, we have to figure this out. Like we have to figure this out now. I don't know why. I definitely felt a lot of pressure from David's bridal that I needed to make my decision in less than 24 hours. Yeah. Which I feel like is a good sign that they're trying to push a dress off on you. And definitely was probably what led to a lot of our stress that day. If that hadn't happened, like, I think all of the other experiences would have been because otherwise you could have just, like, relaxed and, like, thought about it and just Mm -hmm. processed it a little bit more. But it was, I don't know, for some reason I just felt like we had run. (laughs) Yeah, which is, I think, also why it ended up pushing us the next day to be like, hey, in the town that Shannon and I live in, there's this bridal shop we had no idea about. We just Googled bridal shops. We live in a fairly small town, so we didn't expect there to be one, and there no longer is one, but we decided to just, we're like, that's a small shop. They're probably not going to have anything, but to help me decide if I need to jump on that David's bridal dress... Let's just go the Saturday after we were both in town. We woke up looking frumpy, (laughs) texted my friend who lives close by, asked her if she wanted to come do some dress shopping, and she popped out. So that was good. She could come to a few to look at a few dresses. And it's so interesting how different that was, too. Like how it's each place you went, there was almost a different Mm -hmm. dress, I don't know, theme to it or something like that, where it's we actually finding the dresses that you were like particularly interested in a certain style that yeah. you were really interested because in. by the time we went here i feel like our hopes were just super low yeah because the only dress that i at the point had loved the majority of the elements mm-hmm. was like almost two thousand dollars which was over budget for me and it wasn't perfect either there was a problem with it that we were gonna fix because yeah. we didn't prefer a certain way that it looked which, and it wasn't perfect yeah yeah like, we'll talk about in the dress section if you were to buy it that day or not buy it that day but you know order it that day you'd have to fix it you're just expecting a dress to be kind of perfect well and also basically they were just like yeah we can fix that they couldn't yeah, like grab a piece of fabric and show me what they would do or anything so it was just kind of throwing it out there we were just a little (laughs) bit defeated at that point so we went in not really high hopes both looking frumpy yeah from the day before they had a good amount of dresses because every dress was different they had the whole wall of them and they had a big off the rack section and one of the designers that i liked also was no longer being sold there so that probably also helped to have the selection of the off the rack be up my alley Mm mm-hmm and by the time we got here, I feel like we had just narrowed. There's a very particular element of my dress mm-hmm. that was clearly making me love or hate dresses. And I just had decided that that's a must have. There's no point in trying on a dress that doesn't have that. Although we did try on some for my friend who came who wanted to see certain dresses. And we pulled a decent amount for yeah. how many dresses that there were. And I know that the consultant was kind of a little bit worried about that, I think. I think she was like, oh, don't confuse yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but for me, We were I already think... there. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, I don't know, we've been here. <laughs> well, and I'm also just not the person... Like, when I buy anything, I find all the different suppliers of it, all the different price points of it, all the different reviews of it. Yeah. And then I pick the one that I think is the best, and mm-hmm. not doing that would give me more anxiety. Yeah. So I'm definitely not the type of person who was like, if I just pretend none of these other addresses don't exist, then I'll be happy. Yeah. That's definitely not me. Mm-hmm. 
And then, yeah, we found two contenders there. Yeah. And both of them were from the author rack section. And they were both the same line from the same designer. Mm -hmm. So we just really lucked out. I called my mom and she was able to come. And that kind of was the nail in the coffin for Mm -hmm. the dress at David's Bridal. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, So we knew that I didn't need to call back and do anything with that one. I went back with Shannon and mom and we kind of just looked at the two dresses. And the second time I went back, I think we 100% knew which one was the one. Mm -hmm. And I bought it and my mom took it home. (laughs) And in two days (laughs) we had a dress. And there was a little bit of crying. Uh, but it happened when we were in the parking lot of the dress shop, which you probably weren't expecting. Yeah. But then, like, that's when our mom started crying. And then I think I cried a little bit, too. But it's just, I don't know, maybe that's when it became real for her or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just different than when other people apparently cry. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't think that crying is necessarily. Do you think that it would have swayed you in any way if like, people were crying while you were wearing something? I feel like for me, it might have been bad yeah because i feel like if mom was gonna cry when i was in a dress it probably would have been a completely different dress than what i wanted like i definitely (laughs) don't think my style and mom's style are the same that's true so if she was like oh my god you look like a beautiful bride yeah it probably wouldn't have been the type of dress i was going yeah and i figured that what i would have cried it with you in would have probably been like the big poofy crazy dress I feel like that's the stereotypical <laughs> dress you cry in is when someone gets in the biggest, pooviest princess dress yeah, ever. Yeah, because that's probably what you picture when you're a little kid. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's what brides are. They're just a big ball of white. Yeah. <laughs> so let me just look at my notes on anything else. Basically, the takeaways. Dress regret is okay. definitely like a thing that I feel like almost every bride goes through, especially looking on like forums on my wedding planning app. I feel like everyone... You buy the dress and that's a big purchase and it's the one time you get to buy a dress Mm, in your life, hopefully. yeah. So it's definitely something that you think over and I'm someone who always thinks over even big purchases like a $200 purchase or something. Yeah. So it was definitely something I struggled with a bit. The other thing I will say is that the night after the first night, I was able to kind of like close my eyes and picture which silhouette I wanted. Okay. And then also at the last store we went to on the Saturday, I put on the silhouette that I don't want. And then I think it was definitely like, mm-hmm. a yeah, I don't like how I look in this yeah. silhouette as much as I like how I look in the other silhouette. Yeah. So that was another thing that helped with making the decision. And then how did you get over the dress regret? What made you kind of finally like not think about that anymore? Honestly, I did what everybody says you shouldn't do. (laughs) So if you have dress regret, everyone's like, oh, just stop looking at wedding dresses. It's going to make it worse and like get over it, basically. But I kept looking at dresses and couldn't find anything else that was Hmm. as perfect as that dress was in my mind. So I looked at everything else and it was like, I don't like that about that dress. I don't like that about that dress. And I think the thing about me, too, is I'm so particular Mm -hmm. about just little elements of things. Yeah. So there's so many things that will make a dress be a no for me. Like we went back to that shop because they were closing down. Mm -hmm. So we went back for other dresses and whatnot. And I looked at the dresses and then I feel like when we were going through the racks, both me and you were like, this is what's wrong with this dress for what I'm looking for. This is what's wrong with this dress. This is what's wrong with this dress. So to me, it's, I don't think I've seen a dress since then that would make me as happy as the one I have. And I think one thing that surprised me too, since you had tried on so many dresses, 
it's hard to find that perfect dress. Mm -hmm. Like everybody makes it seem like there's so many dresses and you're going to find the few that you like and then you're just going to have to pick your favorite, you Mm -hmm. know? But I'd say that to find that perfect dress, that was like a one in a, what, you tried on almost 30 dresses. Well, and I almost wonder too if part of it is the personality. Because like with me... I don't think that any body type needs to wear any type of dress. So I know a lot of people, it's like, oh my gosh, this dress made me feel beautiful. Yeah. But it's like, if you feel beautiful in all different kinds of things and mm-hmm. all different styles, I feel like it wasn't, I just need to find something that made me feel beautiful or something that just made me feel like a bride. It's like, I want to find something oh, that is true. the most like me and what I can picture myself wearing and what I'll be comfortable in and all of that and also that's my style yes i have a pretty specific like type of dress that i wear on a normal basis and being like that but being more special so basically i think like the biggest takeaway is it's like it wasn't the stereotypical big cry moment it wasn't the stereotypical like i knew immediately there was a little bit of thought i didn't want to take too much time to think because Mm -hmm. this was an off the rack dress that i bought that day mm-hmm. that they were discontinuing so i was buying the dress at the store so if mm-hmm. someone were to stumble in and want that dress i wouldn't have been able to get it anymore so that's why it had to be a somewhat quick decision yeah if i was going to be ordering a dress that was still in production i could have and probably would have slept on it yeah for a week or so that's why it had to be quick but like if you think about it you could have stole it from somebody who was like mm-hmm. oh, i'm gonna wait on it but then you could came in in one day and it was like, that's the one. Like, yeah. So it just wasn't your stereotypical what everybody advertises as the dress yeah. experience. But it was definitely fun. And I yeah. definitely think trying on a bunch of dresses was worth it. You get to do it once in your life. Like from here on out, all I'll probably ever be able to do is like bridesmaids dresses. And if I ever yeah. get to go to a fancy event, something for that. But yeah. it's the only time you get to do it. So I think it's worth it to just... If you're not going to be completely mind jumbled yeah. doing it, trying on a bunch yeah. of dresses, I think was a good idea for me. And I think, too, that, like, looking back at all the pictures is really fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, it might just be me, but like, I don't know. It's just really cool to, like, see all these different styles and stuff and then to see how they look on you. I also think that's part of what helped me get over the, like, is this the right dress, dress regret type feelings? Because I went back on your pictures and then it's like oh that dress that was really expensive so I wasn't gonna buy unless I couldn't find anything good it also wasn't perfect and it also was over the top for who I am and what my personality is and the type of bride I'm gonna be so I think overall for the Pelkey sisters and the Pelkey family we did it up (laughs) how we had to do it yeah exactly how we had to do it so if you want a play-by-play of the dresses and how that all went down and what they all looked like, we're going to go through all my dress misses in mm-hmm. the only YouTube portion of this podcast. So if you're listening on a just audio platform, head on over there. Otherwise, thanks for listening. Hey, Tater Tots. I second that thank you. That's super exciting that you stayed to the end of our first ever podcast, and we appreciate you for giving us a shot. If you enjoyed this, we also have a video version available on our YouTube page. We also put together a video reviewing all of the dresses Erin tried on while dress shopping in another video. And links to those videos will be shared on all of our social media pages and our website, pelkysisters.com. 
That's spelled P-E-L-K-Y, which is important because there's a surprising amount of musically talented Pilkey and Pelkey sisters, and we are sadly not them. We are still figuring it out, but we want to keep making content like this for anyone who'd like to join us. So if you want to get notifications from us, please consider subscribing to this podcast or following us on Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest. We'll keep you updated. Don't forget, it's P-E-L-K-Y sisters. Thanks, everyone.